Welcome to episode five of Fearlessly. I'm Bo Jong and it's great to have you back. Now, I can't believe we're already up to episode five of this podcast. It's really quite exciting. And I've received so much support and so much feedback from people. In particular, I've had a few people reach out to me over the past few weeks to let me know that my podcasts have inspired them to really try the next thing, to try a new adventure. And I think this is what Fearlessly is about, right? It's all about trying to become more fearless together, to empower and inspire each other to be the best versions of ourselves. And yeah, I just love the community we're already building together. So thank you for your support. Now, I think it's only fair that I talk a bit more about myself and the life I've lived. I mean, we're up to episode five and I believe that there's still a lot of people who don't know much about my journey. So I hope you enjoy this podcast today and get to know a bit more about me. Growing up, I felt like a busy girl in a busy world. I loved that I could play with my Barbie dolls, go to dancing school, build sandcastles on the beach and run around freely. When I entered year three, my mom introduced me to a beautiful instrument and that is the cello. Now, what inspired me though was a story my mom told me as a child about how King David brought healing to the hearts of people through the musical talent given by God. And since then, we prayed that I would become a musician that would connect with my audience and provide them with healing and comfort. I loved the sound of the cello, and with that inspiration and dedication, I started to practice a lot and become best friends with this instrument. And to this day, I look at my mom and appreciate everything she has done for me. Despite difficult situations we may have faced, she continued to fight for me to continue to learning this instrument. I always remember my mom holding one of my brother's hands and then holding a pregnant tummy. That was with SJ at the time. And then dad holding the cello on one side and then holding hands with my other brother. And my parents supported me to play the cello, even despite difficult situations. And this was while we were still attending my grandpa's chemotherapy treatments because he was struggling with cancer. Now, to tell you about my grandpa, he was my hero and my best friend. I always performed the cello with my amateur skills for him and each day I practiced harder and harder so that one day when I was even more professional and when my grandpa was well enough to attend a big party together, I could perform the cello for him and then the plan was to uh, go to Jamboree and start swimming and having such a fun day and end the night with amazing dessert. Though the big party that I hoped for did not come. And at that young age, my little heart was broken to pieces to lose my hero, my best friend. Though 
I wanted to still perform the cello to play out my sadness in thinking about my grandpa, though I wanted to provide healing and console the hearts of the people who were also mourning. And that's when I first felt that strong emotion where this instrument I'm playing was not just an instrument, but really had the power to connect, to move and heal the wounds that were in the hearts of people. And with that heart, I performed at every opportunity that was open to me. And I think that's when Fearless Bow started to appear on the cello. Now, within two years of learning the cello, I have to say that I was just falling in love with it day by day. And by that time, I was around 11, turning 12, and I just loved it so much. And I was performing at a level where I could probably sit for a music diploma exam awarded by the Australian Music Examination Board. In the same year, my parents also wanted to send me to a high school that could potentially give me more musical opportunities as well and more support and mentoring. And we ended up submitting applications to about four top girls' private schools, I would say. And I was lucky enough to be offered scholarships across all these schools. And then we ended up selecting the ones that we saw as one of the best schools in Australia. Now, of course, high school was very busy. I achieved my Associate of Music Diploma in Year 7. I was selected to perform at the SBS Youth Orchestra as a cellist as well and I was sitting there every Friday with seniors who had so much more experience than me and I learned a lot during that time and it was just an awesome experience to be a part of an actual broadcasted SBS orchestra. I achieved my licentiate of music, so the Elmas, when I was 14. And I also practiced a lot during that time and reached my peak amount of hours to practice in one day, which was nine hours and 40 minutes, so around 10 hours on one specific day. I featured on the 2MBS FM radio, and I also proceeded to achieve an international diploma with high distinction. Now, during this time, I started to also teach uh, younger kids cello as well and started to develop them. And in year 11 to 12, I could use the money that I earned from teaching and the money I earned from winning music competitions to pay for my own tutoring for music or any additional things that could help me for HSC as well. Now, I've obviously talked through uh, some of my achievements in high school really quickly And yeah, I'm not sure if you can tell, but there was a lot of effort behind the scene to achieve those things. Uh, Though in reality, I think what I loved most above any of the things that I was recognized for was the fact that these achievements could open opportunities for me to connect with new audiences when I perform. And every single performance was what made every effort worth it if i could move one person in the audience i don't think there was anything else i could ask for
Now, I know I've been talking about my high school experience for a bit and I couldn't actually uh, talk about all the personal experiences and the hardships I went through. Though maybe those stories are for another time on another podcast. Anyway, I'm going to fast forward now to when I graduated from high school. So I actually worked a casual job in real estate and went door knocking to find potential new clients as well. And I was studying a different area to music, which was in fact law, law school. So I did law school for about two years, though I ended up transferring to a commerce degree majoring in marketing because I wanted to understand more about marketing as well. Now, meanwhile, you know, studying as well as doing this casual job in real estate as well, I taught cello to my continuing students and new students and many of them have actually achieved scholarships for high schools too. Now, my cello career thankfully still continued as I worked with famous musicians, in particular the Wiggles, and I performed for many well-known people in TV, business and politics. Now, amidst the glamour and the exceptional time management I had to have, there was a lot of, you know, acknowledgement at business events, smiles, makeup, lights, camera, you name it. Though my world actually came to a stop. Now, this is always a bit hard to talk about. So I don't talk about this to many people, though I think it's very important for me to talk about this because it really shaped the way I view life. Anyhow, my younger brother was actually rushed to hospital out of nowhere. Now, up until this point, my brother had no known medical conditions. He was just a healthy boy who was stinky as well, you know. Stinky while he, like, you know, picks his nose or whatever. Anyhow, he was rushed to hospital and suddenly the doctor said that his life is not guaranteed at the moment so we need to operate on him within hours so everyone was very very shocked and my days in hospital waiting for my brother to be okay were filled with tears and I just felt so empty inside though this was the moment that also showed me what my priorities were who my real friends were and many things that I I would I was working for at that point just seemed a bit artificial in fact now when you have nothing it all suddenly becomes apparent what your priorities are now each day felt like an eternity in the cold corridors of the hospital and I looked around and there were just so many young children at Westmead Children's Hospital and every opportunity I realized in my life was a privilege The fact that we can go to uni, the fact that we can go traveling, the fact that we can have family next to us, all that is just a privilege. Now, I walked around the hospital and I saw the Starlight Express room and I saw many other children, some who were much younger than my brother, playing, drawing and singing. And I just broke down crying. Seeing my brother in hospital and seeing so many children in hospital was a crucible moment for me, for me to reflect and think to myself, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to waste a single day of my life. You know, everything I can do today is a privilege 
And I need to work hard so that I can share what I have with other people as well. Miraculously, within a few months, the doctors said that my brother was all better and he could leave hospital. And they also said that this was a miracle. I was ecstatic and I wanted him to have every opportunity possible. So I actually ended up sending him to an education with the majority of my savings so that he could pursue new music experiences and sports as well. Now, I was around 19, about to turn 20 when this all happened. And so I decided to actually apply for my first full-time job as well at Westpac. Now, I actually chose to work at Westpac because I was interested in the marketing side that Westpac did as well, but also because Westpac was the bank that was a big supporter and a donor to the Westmead Children's Hospital and the Starlight Foundation, which is where my brother stayed and the place that reminded me of my priorities. Now, I actually started, though, as a call center banker, and I spoke with about 15,000 customers during my time in that role, and I met wonderful managers and people, and I even managed to buy my first property. Now, I was lucky enough to be recognized by a great leader at an interview to work in product, which was pretty much marketing strategy. Now, this is in head office at Westpac and I was just so excited because all the product people could do awesome things. They could make an impact to the customer experience as well and they were involved with marketing as well. Now, my manager truly saw the best in me and she acknowledged every single small win. She inspired me as a boss woman in corporate big meetings with big stakeholders. Even if it was 10 people versus her in a room, and sometimes this was majority of men versus her, she would have the last say and everyone knew and had to recognize that her ideas were the best. Now, I met so many amazing people along the way, so many people who saw the best in me. And in particular, I worked with a team that was fine, who had great humility and always supported each other. And for that, I will be so grateful forever. And now we've arrived in August 2021. And let me give you a life update. I'm currently in lockdown in Sydney, like many of us. I've actually left my job at Westpac too. And this is the moment that I haven't been as busy as every other moment in my life. And yes, I made the difficult decision to leave such a great corporate job to pursue and try new areas of life, new interests, new adventures while seeking to complete my undergraduate degree and take things slowly. I also want to capture crazy, fun or sad stories to make us laugh and cry together fearlessly through this podcast. And what I come to appreciate is that at the end of the day, each one of us are so unique. 
we have unique stories. I think during this time in isolation, I really want to extend my hand as your friend to extend comfort and let you know that you are doing so great and you've come so far and it's okay to come to a bit of a rest. You need to live life to the beat of your own drums, not of others. I mean, who would have? I mean, I wouldn't have ever thought that I would take a moment like this in solitude to reflect, study, read, capture stories through this podcast. But most importantly, take it slow. For me, this is important. And for me, success is measured not by what I have achieved or what I have, but rather whether I'm satisfied, whether I'm content and dancing freely to the beat of my own heart, not by what other people are saying is the correct beat. We don't have to care about the beats that are coming out of people's drums or of society. And sometimes that drum, the drum of society is the loudest beat that overrides our individual ones to tell us that we're not good enough, to tell us that our choices are not right, to tell us we need to do more, to do less. But if we're able to dance freely to the beat of our drums that are backed up by our hearts, isn't that real success? Isn't that real happiness? You know, there's no need to compete or compare our lives to other people. If anything, let's inspire each other to do good and to do new things, to pursue new adventures. Don't let one drum beat overwrite another. It's about creating music together. Now, I hope Fearlessly becomes a community where we share our glamorous aspects in life, but also the less glamorous aspects. And often these less glamorous aspects are the true glamour, the true crucible moments that shape our lives, which shows that, in fact, perhaps the less glamorous events are much more valuable in shaping who we are. So thank you for listening to my story. And I hope you do look forward to the new episodes in this podcast. I hope you understand what type of person I am and some of the experiences that have shaped me. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I would really love it if you reached out to me via Instagram or if you emailed me. And yes, I would love to hear hear about your stories. I would love to hear how you're dancing to the beat that is coming out of your drums and your heart as well. Anyhow, hope you have a fearless day because you're all doing great and I would love to dance with you.